Hi, my name is Ray Wayne Gonzalez. Join me in my journey out of ignorance with things you pretend to know about, where we talk about things we think we might know, but really we have no idea. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to season two of Things You Pretend to Know About. Um, today on the show, we have Harry Frickin' Nelson, who, if you don't know, is a producer on the podcast Beautiful Anonymous or Beautiful Stories with Anonymous People, starring Chris Gethard. Um, so, long story short, I was able to get on the show, which was an absolute dream of mine. I was able to talk to Chris Gethard for an hour. And unfortunately, by doing this, I'm breaking my anonymity, but it only makes sense to explain how I got Harry Nelson on the show. So you may have heard, uh, if you are familiar with the show, you may have heard Chris Gethard making fun with Harry or joking around with Harry, just some banter, uh, with Harry and, uh, during my episode, Harry said that he would come on my podcast. So me being me, um, I found him on Facebook, probably on the uh, Beautiful Anonymous community Facebook page, and I asked him, do you actually want to be on the podcast? And he said yes, uh, to my surprise and joy. And he came on and it was amazing. We got to talk about the ins and outs of producing a podcast. Um, We got to talk about his um, coming into the podcast industry and coming into radio and podcasting. And it was just so inspiring for me as someone who would love to be in an industry like that and work into an industry like that. Um, So yeah, it, it was just incredible. And I hope that, um, the beautiful anonymous community gets to hear this episode. Um, I just want to thank the beautiful anonymous community for being so supportive. I saw all the supportive comments you guys made saying that you want to hear my podcast, saying that you like my voice, saying that you can relate to my situation. Um, and it was, it was very uplifting it gave me the confidence to reach out to Harry Nelson. So thank you for that. And I just want you to know, I absolutely recognize all the support you've been giving me, um, for that episode. Um, and you don't even know me (laughs) and that's, that's the cool part. You don't even know me. Uh, I suppose some you do, but, um, and I just want you to know that because in the episode we do joke, we do joke around about, uh, some negative comments, but I don't want anyone to think that I, overlooked all the positivity and all the great vibes (laughs) that I was getting to sound corny, but all the great energy I was getting from the comments in that, uh, under the meta millennial, uh, podcast. So thank you for that. I love you guys. I love everyone listening to this episode and Harry Nelson is the best. Um, it was a dream. I hope you guys love it. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Bye. So I'm here with Harry Nelson of, can I say, of Beautiful Anonymous? That's Yeah, that's accurate. So I called you on the podcast because I was on your podcast. I don't know. I'm breaking my anonymity, but whatever. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> since point. we're in the same room at this point, I think uh, I think it's, it's fine. Fair. And you said you would be, we were talking about my, this podcast mm-hmm. on that podcast. And you said you'd be on that. Mm-hmm. What, did you actually think I was gonna? Um, I didn't, I don't think I really thought about it at the time. <laughs> it seemed, yeah, I don't know. I had actually forgot I had said that until we were getting ready to release the episode. And <laughs> then I remembered and I'm Everything happy to like, do it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> she actually messaged me. <laughs> No, you're. I don't know. I guess you had said that you were in the area, right? Because uh, yeah, I think so. Well, because I was talking about um, the Hudson Valley. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but uh, he thought I lived in like Woodstock, but I actually was in the city. But I think I mentioned it briefly. Yeah, I think at that point we had known. But um, yeah, uh, here I am. 
from <laughs> beautiful anonymous yeah. and so do you work for earwolf or how does earwolf work into stitcher it's a it's a long and complicated branding uh situation okay i'll start at the very beginning because i <laughs> don't have much else to talk about might as well give the history of, uh, of Earwolf. I'm, I'm here for it <laughs> um the uh, earwolf started it started as earwolf a comedy network just mm-hmm. like scott ackerman and all those people right right and then it went um then they started selling ads and that became mid-roll and Midroll sells oh. ads for Earwolf shows, Stitcher shows, and just like other shows too. Yeah, I watch uh, Philip DeFranco. Do you know who that is? Uh, he's a YouTuber, but he's always like, um, and these advertisements brought to you by Midroll. I never knew oh, what yeah? that was. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so we we, we represent like uh, thousands, hundreds, if not thousands, of podcasts. Okay. Um, but I don't do. That's not what I do. Uh, and then, so then Midroll became the big thing. So that, then it was a Midroll company. So when I got hired, it was actually by Midroll. Like my email address is like, well, I guess I shouldn't say what my email address is, <laughs> but it involves Midroll. Um, well, please email me. I have, I'm very responsive and I yeah, you are. have time to kill. Um, so yeah, Midroll became a thing. Then they got acquired by EW Scripts, which is like, uh, they like do the spelling bee and like they own a bunch of newspapers and stuff. Okay. And then, then they bought Stitcher, which was an app out of San Francisco, like one of the oldest podcast apps. Yeah. And then they all sort of rolled it into one big thing. Mm-hmm. So now, so now it's Stitcher's the main thing. It's like so, like Earwolf is like a Stitcher company, and Midroll is like a Stitcher company. Okay. But Stitcher's also an app, but it's also a network. But okay. it's also where I work. Okay, so you're employed by Midroll, work at Stitcher. I think now it's I'm employed by Stitcher work at Earwolf. Okay, got it, got it, yeah. got it. So how'd you get to be <laughs> a producer? Uh, another complicated story. Because that's like a dream, I feel like. I don't know. It's, it's I mean, it's great. It's like, um, it's the kind of thing that you don't think is a job. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be great if I could just make podcasts uh, all day? Yeah, yeah. Literally what the podcast would mean, Chris was. But. Uh, and yeah, so, and that is great. I mean, it's, um, so I, how, so what, okay. Can I, do you want to, can we back up and just speak to each other real quickly? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this the the this podcast is uh, you talk to an expert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So can I ask what I am and what is what is my expertise? Um, well, I feel you're an expert in podcasts and being a producer. In po- okay, more so than I am, I would <laughs> I'm say. Sure. I mean, and. I think also I wanted to have this interview with you, though, too, if anyone listens to Beautiful Anonymous and happens to know you, which I feel like Chris Gethard often you has banter with you, you know, yeah. um, as he did on my episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like feel like I certainly want to know more about you and uh, Jared. Right? Yeah. I mean, Jared's the big mystery, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's definitely. that guy's deal? <laughs> Um, know nothing about him. Yeah, he's an enigma, and he will remain so. I can't. I'm not allowed to talk about say anything about Jared. That's fine. That's totally. Fine. <laughs> um, but if he's listening, he's welcome to come. Yeah, on the Jared, you, ca- <laughs> you coward, get over here. Um, uh, so I am from Indiana originally. Okay. Um, then I went to grad school here for television writing and production. Where'd you go? Can I ask? Uh, Long Island University. I studied under Norman Steinberg. No way. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a nice, it was a cool program with a lot of nice people. I got a lot of, uh, I, from there I got an internship. I worked at MTV and VH1 for a while. Then I worked at a place that I didn't like very much. Okay. And one day I was very sad at my job. Um, Can relate. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and I was on Reddit, which is what you do at jobs when you're sad. Absolutely. Uh, and... On the Earwolf Reddit, there was a, a thread that was like, there should be more New York Earwolf podcasts. And I was like, there should be more New York Earwolf podcasts. There should. And then one of the comments was like, um, hey, I work at uh, Earwolf and we're actually opening up a, a New York office. So um, keep an eye out for that. And I'm like, all right. And then I looked at the thing and the guy, it was like E. Dean was the like the, the username, which is Eric Dean, who's now like the CEO of Airwolf. Airwolf. Yeah. That's like, amazing. Yeah. So I write a letter 
an email just being like, hey, my name is Harry. Here's who I am. Here's what I do. I like podcasts. I think you guys are doing, like, I really like what you guys are doing, a future of entertainment, et cetera, et cetera. I just want you to know, I've also written that email at your world. Oh, yeah? <laughs> For, <laughs> after all, you know, it was your world. Yeah. So this is this was in 2000 and, uh, I guess, this was like four years ago. Four, okay. Four or five years ago now, which is insane. <laughs> um, and then I hear nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, and six months later, I get an email being like, "Hi, uh, we're your wolf. We are actually opening up that office now. Do you want to come in and interview for uh, for the studio manager position?" Okay. I'm like, "This is insane. This is amazing." Yeah. Did not get the job. Okay. Um. Then six months later, <laughs> uh, I interview again. Yeah. Because the job, it was a whole thing with the job where it didn't, John Delore, who's mentioned every time. He, yes, yeah. He's like, they hired him as an engineer and the studio manager just like, because it was a very small office at the time. Okay. And then once they actually hired, they uh, hired me. And then I was a studio manager for uh, a couple of years. So what does a studio manager do? So, yeah. Um, like uh, helping book guests, like making sure that, you know, two people don't show up at the same time uh, for a podcast. Okay. Um, and then just like making sure that just, it was like an, it's sort of like a, it's an office manager, but there, there are studios there too. Okay, cool. So it's, you know, making sure that everyone lives in a place that has trash cans and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Nice. I need um, one of those. <laughs> oh yeah. They're important. You know, yeah. I was, I'm really bad about buying stuff like that, stuff that I need. Yeah. Um, but I bought a trash can recently. <laughs> no, I don't even need a trash can. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, I know, a really good, I really know a really good trash can that I was... Oh, you should just head over to Ikea sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a link. It's, it's, a, nice, it's a nice one. Um, yeah, please do. Um, actually, my boyfriend is looking for a new trash <laughs> oh, can. Oh, I honestly so. have a good suggestion. Okay, it's, good. It's, it's nice. <laughs> um, okay, so student manager, and then how did that... Develop. Yeah, so I um, I went in. They knew that produ- producing comedy podcasts was something that I was interested in doing. It was my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so the company, uh, the the New York, the New York side of the company was, I think, like twelve people at the time, and wow. now we're now we're like f- there are like forty or fifty of us in New York. Wow, around, yeah, which is which is really I keep saying the same things. Um, <laughs> so I slowly just started picking up producing responsibilities. I got handed a show called The Wolf Den, which is about the business and people of podcasting. It's a it's a nice show where we interview like other podcasters and people like people with jobs at podcasting places, you know, general wow. podcasts. So it's like this stuff. episode it's sort of like in this a episode. series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then they knew I liked comedy, so they paired me with Chris and Jared and I started essentially just showing up at Beautiful Anonymous, just, mm-hmm. like, being yeah. there for all the Yeah, when did you come in? Because I feel like you were, li- like, a later yeah. add-on. It was, I think, in October of 2017. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a pretty long time now, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, weirdly, it, it is, has been a long time. Yes, um, 2019. Yes, it is, <laughs> as, as, as we speak, it is February of 2019. 19, yeah. Um... So, yeah, uh, then my, you know, I just started showing up doing bits and pieces here and there. And then mm-hmm. one day they're like, Chris was like, oh, we should say your name at the end too, since you're, you know, helping all the time, which was very weird for me. Yeah. I right. was, a, I was a big fan of Chris's, like I would go oh, to you? see yeah. his shows and all that stuff. So actually. I can't imagine. It was, like that's, like. What kills me when in the comments when I was saying earlier when people were like she's just trying to get her podcast and I was like one it was bleeped out (laughs) two uh, just being able to talk to Chris Gathard was like my dream like my boyfriend was like okay we get it (laughs) so like yeah it was um it was a while before I, I I played it really cool. For a while, <laughs> it's only within like the last few months I've been like, you know, Chris, I was uh, at that show when you did this, or like I I was calling into Beautiful Anonymous when right. it first started. And oh stuff. wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, what but, a dream. See, a lot of people probably don't know that that you were calling in oh, like yeah. everyone else. I remember Earwolf tweeted the number, and they're like, "We're doing this show with Chris Gethard. Call in and get a chance to be." Yeah, and you know, had they had they 
gone with me, I doubt it would be the success of this today. Uh, but the rest is history. Um, That's not true. But. I mean, I don't know. That Ron Paul's baby call, which was the first, like the first call. It's like, oh yeah. Imagine if it was classic. me instead. <laughs> On just like the very first episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. So okay. So we'll we'll jump back to the your timeline for a sec. But yeah. after this, but. So how is the picking process? Does it depend on, like, what time of day, like, what kind of callers? Because, like, I don't know if you remember when I called, but I was basically, like, because every, I, I've gotten through two other times, mm-hmm. and, like, every single time, you know, I have I didn't get in, I didn't get through to Chris, and then um, I would listen to the episode that I probably, that probably was the one that I missed. Mm-hmm. And it was like something phenomenal. It was like, you know, some, yeah. something like miraculous just happened to this person. And I was like, oh, like, I get it. Like, sure. I totally get it. Or it was like a refugee, like talking about yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I like you talk about my parents, like brief divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but like, I totally understood why I didn't get through. And I think when I was talking to you, I was like, listen, Someone probably just beat cancer five minutes ago and was calling in. And I think that's what made you chuckle. And I think that's what, how I, maybe I got there, but. I mean, it's a, it is pretty random. I mean, we, we, we screen people for, uh, how it sounds. Um, I think the episode that came out this week, we did actually try and just like first call that goes through with no checking. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And we, and it just, just like sometimes it phones don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some, uh, but no, I, it's not. Like we, some of the voicemail callers are the, are mm-hmm. how we get like the like the prison call for example. Oh right, right, right. It's like that wouldn't have just come through right. naturally. <laughs> of course. Like, I mean, the odds of it coming through. Yeah. So that's what that line is for. But the actual calls, I mean, time of day, we tend to end up doing it like the same general time, like during like a work mm-hmm. day because mm-hmm. it's like we're at work. Yeah. Um, we did an experiment recently where we did a late night call. Like we we all I saw that we too. Yeah, came in. Jared and I stayed, and I think we started at like ten, just to see if we would get a different sort of call. And we we sort of did. Yeah. Um, also, to give other time zones a chance because mm-hmm. we are fairly East Coast centric. Because yeah. when we do it, it's like nine in the morning in right. L.A. alone. Right. Um, but it's um it's the choosing process is is it's nerve wracking for me. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking to people and oftentimes people will say like we'll be like okay talk a little bit like tell me about yourself to we can test the phone line etc yeah and people will sometimes say very sad things yeah you know and like but like in a quick pitchy way right Uh, (laughs) like oh i've had a really hard time with all this and i'm like oh my god my heart is breaking for you right i'm gonna put you on hold and then we'll (laughs) then you know stay on the line best of luck yeah and it's 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 uh it's um I mean, it's a it's a privilege to get to work on the show that yeah. makes so many people happy. Changes changes. People have said it's changed lives. I'm a very small part of that. Chris yeah, is obviously absolutely uh, the main driver, but um, yeah, it's those sort of technically things can be are a weird part of it I, that I guess people don't really. Yeah, I'm see. sure people get like kind of like mad. I'm sure, but maybe not. Maybe I mean, sometimes people I'll see on Twitter, someone <laughs> be like, "I got through." And then I did. I, got then I just listened to like the... punk music for thirty minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it used to be. Did you ever call when it was like that weird piano music? No, I didn't. That was like when we didn't realize it at first, but when uh, people would call in instead of the whole music that we have now, which is like songs Chris picked, it's um, it was like this weird, plinky plonky, creepy piano music, and we didn't. Yeah. And people would be like, "I listened to that for an hour at a time." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he changed it. Oh, that's put so people funny. In weird moods. Yeah, no, it's super fun now because you get to he like narrates it yeah. like what and it's like a DJ set a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, yeah. I guess I found about found out about the podcast in 2017 as well because he I think he was on that podcast Homecoming. Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so I I found him on Career Suicide, and then. I was listening to home and I was like, oh, that was good. That was great. Love him, whatever. And then I didn't know he was into podcasts, the podcast world. Yeah. And uh, I was listening to Homecoming and I was like, oh, 
cool. And then he they like plugged Beautiful Anonymous oh, really? through Homecoming that's or something so like that. Or, yeah, I don't know. So that's how I found Beautiful Anonymous through that. Through home, through which is he, a show now. He played like a gas station attendant or something. Like, yeah, something really quick. Yeah, something really quick. Yeah, which uh, is, yeah, great podcast. Oh, not yeah, a lot of people know it was a podcast. I know. Now yeah, that now it's a show. Everyone's just talking about Julia Roberts. I know who was great in the show, but the podcast. I know. Quite well, the sound. It was amazing. Sounded really great. Po- yeah. I don't know if that's a Stitcher podcast. No. It's not. It's Gimlet. <laughs> okay. We well, now Spotify. We don't know Spotify them. Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I know uh, Gimlet, uh, too. <laughs> we're, all, we're all friends. I mean, the podcast, there aren't that many podcast networks now. We're all I know. pretty friendly. No, don't worry. I've emailed all of them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I know Gimlet. <laughs> um, I'm going to hear you on an episode of Reply All asking oh. PJ Voigt to be on your... <laughs> Great. Oh gosh, I know. That's like a my dream. Just I'm like, I'll be like the janitor. Like I don't care. I'll oh, yeah. work at a uh, you know, whatever uh podcast agency, would you call it? Uh, not I don't really know. Agency. Network, I guess. Network, yeah. Um so okay, now so where were we last in your oh, God. My, podcast my timeline? Very, my long story. I think that's pretty much it. I started um you know, producing shows as well as um managing office and studio and then the office was growing and growing and growing and then we moved from um we moved into our like big new studio space which is very very nice Mm -hmm. and has like we have like three or four studios depending on your definition of a studio and um is it like an office within a building or you have like a whole uh it's it's a it's an office within a building it's like a floor of a building or half of a floor of a building yeah and there's a lot of space and offices and a whole studio area. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, so when we moved there, my like sort of big last project as studio manager was making sure everyone was safe and moved. And uh, I did. Wait, so where did it start out? Was it? It started at a, our first New York office was on 8th Avenue, kind of near Penn Station. Okay. Um, so we didn't move that far. We're, we're, we're closer to Bryant Park now. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it, the, our old studio was very like, it was very charming, you know, in in like a yeah. in the way There's that like a real estate agents say, right, right, <laughs> it's cozy. <laughs> okay, I love that. Um, but yeah, so and then I then I became a producer officially, and we got a new office manager who's great, who's making every making me putting me to shame <laughs> and, and her ability to manage an office. Oh, I hear that. There's like a new social media marketer that's like on our team now, but uh-huh. she's just like so good. She yeah. used to work for like the dodo <laughs> and she like knows her stuff. And I was like, I don't know, just, yeah. just fire me. <laughs> um, so do you have any aspirations to do your own podcast, you think? Um, I mean, I've done that. That's another thing is like I did podcasts and like in college and then when i graduated before i worked at um earwolf like i did a show with my friend in college which was my first podcast which i couldn't i mean i couldn't go back and listen to that now it would be (laughs) i mean puts yeah yeah i'm sure like as this podcast gets older and like i get hopefully more advanced with it or whatever happens in my life like Mm -hmm. i'll listen back and be like this is awful. It's a, it's a nice time capsule, but it's like, it's not, you're not, you, at a certain point, you're not really the audience for your old podcast. No. Anymore. It's just like any kind of art, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to look at the art that I made senior year in high school. That yeah. was actually awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was that podcast about that you guys um, did? It really, honestly, just was not about anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It was, I mean, yeah. It was fairly early days in podcasting before I think people realized that you needed to have a thing to talk about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. We had fun. And then I did a show when I graduated from grad school because I was unemployed and didn't have any friends mm-hmm. to essentially just like... I was like, this is an excuse to meet somebody, be like, I think you're cool. Come to my apartment and talk to me for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which is a very powerful That's like kind of what I'm doing. I yeah. mean, I recognize <laughs> it. Please. Um, but it's great. I mean, because you so rarely get a chance to just talk to someone for an hour. hour Especially like, when you're like 
working a nine to five mm-hmm. or like have just like you know something other yeah it's like we'll, we'll grab a drink sometime blah, 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 and, yeah. it never and it never happens yeah no like, i've seen so many obviously i bring my friends on a lot of the time or people i know mm-hmm. um who i haven't because like you know that's the most accessible but i haven't seen them in like years some of them yeah and they come on they're like oh you have a podcast sure come on I know. People get so excited <laughs> about it. yeah exactly um yeah. So what advice would you give someone who's trying to get not, you know, hypothetically speaking, of course, um, <laughs> what advice would you give someone that's trying to like get into the podcasting world? Um, I think, I mean, all of my, like, I, I feel like I've lucked into a lot of my situation. I mean, a lot of it's luck. Yeah, it totally but, is. But it's all been um, from putting yourself around the sort of people that you admire and that you like reaching out to people that you uh, are like idolize or that have <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're gesturing in it this is this is why you're here yeah. type way uh, not that you, i'm not saying you idolize me but i know what you uh, no, I did, I did. Uh, no please please please, please. <laughs> you're I can't my take. idol <laughs> <laughs> um but no just you know going to podcasty things like yeah. i went to this thing called max fun con um, okay. A few years ago, which is Max Fun is a po- another podcast mm-hmm. company that we don't like because they're not. Yeah, we don't know them. We don't know them. Um, <laughs> but they put on this great um, convention every year that's just all these like, um, I, I like in the best way possible, like big podcast nerds who just like love these shows and want to like meet other nice, cool people who also love the shows. Yeah. And I went there and... Um, it was great. Like, it, um, but then when I was there, I, I ran into Chris Bannon, who's the big wig over at Earwolf. Okay, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you applied for that job forever ago, blah blah." blah. And like, that's then there you one go. thing led to another. Yeah, it's just connections. It's just connections. Yeah. But it's like those all came from just. It's not like I went to like podcast school. I just yeah no. You know. I know there's like a, a general assembly class for like podcast boot camp i was like i'm not gonna spend a hundred dollars on it <laughs> yeah, just buy a microphone just buy a microphone i'll fucking wing it uh yeah no totally i mean i won tickets to go to orlando to like a pod fest hmm. and i kind of just like entered it just for like shits and gigs yeah and like then they're like you have one ticket to this podcast <laughs> festival in Orlando, Florida, uh, and you have to pay for your hotel, yeah, you have to pay for everything, your flight. And it's like, uh, maybe be not. Up after and there's us, like after no the one I knew that was going. Like yeah. no one I, like no one from any network that, like you recognize. I recognize. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna skip this one. Maybe mm. go pay the whatever two hundred bucks to go to a local or yeah. one, but. But yeah, no, that's like definitely what I've learned just in my my regular professional careers and like in my career in art and like anything, like just like kind of stick your neck out and make connections because yeah. that's like the only way. That's why I'm, I'm trying to do more <laughs> with this yeah. season of the podcast. Yeah. But the first one's a little bit of a trial run. I'm like kind of happy that no one really knows from like the beautiful anonymous community like no one knows the podcast yet uh-huh. uh, i mean ideally people will hear this episode oh, but hello facebook group oh, they're gosh. all very nice Please i know be nice to me. <laughs> i'm sure they will <laughs> um yeah oh yeah just to put this out there uh-huh. um if anyone's listening from the facebook group i love jonathan from queer eye i just can never remember his last name Vanessa. <laughs> Pandas, okay. JVN. I know it's JVN, and then I'm like, that's like always in my head, but I don't know what the VN is always for. But sure. now I know. Mm-hmm. And people, like, I got multiple comments like, she should be respectful for, for <laughs> Jonathan from Queer Eye just because they have the same. I'm like, like I, I love him. Like, it's just like that. I was like, this hurts because <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> um, and I mean, I. I stay by my Disney World comment, but I mean, yeah. (laughs) So, what was it like being um, like a caller one? But then there's a like there's a whole you get through. You have an hour to chat. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's always it's always a nice time. This is a lovely person to speak with. Um, But then afterwards, what was that like? Like it's anxiety, like inducing a little bit. Yeah, because like. 
I'm like in this comfy, cozy spot in my life where like I'm trying to create content through the podcast and through my art, but like I don't have that much of a following mm-hmm. on either of those things. So like people are generally nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so I it was it was awesome. It was like I was like when I first saw it, I got so excited and I was like liking things or whatever. And then I was like, I'd probably unretweet it because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and because uh, some people don't actually know who I am. And and then like everyone was so supportive, like reaching out to me and like one woman found the podcast. I guess I told one person who was like, call her, let me know what yeah. it is. And then I guess someone from Australia found my podcast <laughs> and it was like, oh, you're from Aussie. Like, much love. That's cool. <laughs> it was That's awesome. Yeah. And that was, it was like very cool, very cool, very cool. And then it was like, this is boring. And then it was like, she hates Jonathan from Queer Eye. <laughs> and she's like, and then it's like, oh, she's so naive for thinking Disney World is more expensive than Europe. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, I know that Disney World is not more expensive than Europe. Oh, gosh. Um, if you can swing Disney World and Europe, <laughs> do right. your thing. Hey, do listen, your thing. You're the, you gotta, you're the one who has to deal with these comments. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, Disney World seems cool. Haven't been since I was five, so maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Um, But, so that, like, that was just, like, a little bit, like, I wasn't super, it didn't make make me lose sleep, those comments. They were Mm -hmm. very benign with what what they could have been. Sure. But, like, and then I was like, well, what if Chris Gethard just thinks I'm trying to, like, (laughs) plug my podcast? I'm like, I don't want him to hate me. And, like, just, like, all this, just, like, it's it's a little, you know, anxiety-inducing. But it's also, like, super cool. Like, I listened to, it was actually really um, just funny. I don't know if the ironic is a word for it. But uh, my friend, who is a teacher, had me on the uh, had me on his show. No. He had me to his class to talk to his class on career day. And I was like, what? am I supposed to talk about? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm what? I'm like, that that's, makes that's no sense. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> okay, there you go. And so he's like, just talk about how like being an artist isn't a linear path. Like we'll talk about your podcast and we'll talk about like social media marketing and da, da, da. And I was like, okay. And so like, I kind of just like talked about like everything I talked about with Chris, but like in a more light, hearted way mm-hmm. to You're these, like I can't like, stand that guy from Queer Eye. <laughs> I think Disney's Disney World's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Down with Mickey Mouse. Um and and it was like to a bunch of ninth graders and then my friend who also listens to the show was like uh who was at that Woodstock uh show with me with that crazy guy. I don't know if you remember me talking about that with Chris <laughs> Gethard. But um she was like, "Is that your voice in the in the promo of you and Chris, that Chris oh, Gethard wow. just posted?" And I was like, "Holy shit, it's <laughs> up!" And so, because uh, I didn't even know if you, like it would be posted. I don't, do you guys post every single? Uh, mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Okay. Yeah. So I I don't know. I just like. But after it happened, after I talked to him, I was, like, excited. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe he didn't pick it. Like, it's fine. And then... Um, Sometimes we hold him for a while. Just yeah. because of, like... You need an archive or a... Well, we, yeah, we do need... We, we do, like, try... We have like to have a few in the bank because, mm-hmm. you know, Chris will tour or whatever. Or, or, you know, things will happen. We can't make it into the studio. Right. But it's also we try to, like, not release the same sort of call a week to week. Like, we try and vary it as much as we can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so... Okay. It's just different things. Yeah. Uh, so so after I talked to the class, uh, I was hearing, like, I was talking about how, like, social in the class, I was talking about how social media marketing benefits my art career and my podcast career and my career in podcasting. Uh, that was air quotes. Sorry. Uh, and... <laughs> no, she... She said she had two thumbs up and she was making direct eye contact with me. <laughs> my podcast career. Uh, and... And then on the show, I was just, like, ragging on, like, everything in my life. <laughs> and, but it was really it – was, it was really fun and, like, interesting to listen. And, like, you think, like, after the – after you talk to him, at least for me personally, I was like, 
I was so annoying. Like he probably just took his glasses off and like rolled his eyes. Like that I was but I was so excited mm-hmm. cuz I was like I just fucking talked to Chris Gethard for an hour, like my favorite comedian for an hour. What mm-hmm. the fuck? And then uh then I was like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> you know, you get so much anxiety. Yeah. But um I mean, me even now at the office. Sometimes I'll say something and I'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh shit, does, oh shit, does, oh does, shit. does Chris hate me now?" <laughs> I feel like he's down to earth. Uh, he's like the coolest the dude coolest in the world. Ever, yeah. I was like, you know, it's that thing where you meet somebody that you like, that you like, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Are they going to be right?" Don't meet your yeah, heroes exactly, or whatever, right? Exactly. And um, but yeah, he's exactly he's exactly yeah. the guy that he. Portrays, yeah. yeah. He's, there's no phoniness there. He's Which like is legitimately. Great. A, and a I great think person. this is why that why he has such a positive following. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never seen any like. I'm sure he gets them from time to time, but like I never see anything negative about Chris Gethard. Because what would you say? Yeah. Um, Write in and tell us what you, what negative things you would say. About yeah, let one. me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says blackmail to get into the yeah, earwolf. Yeah, that's my um, secret story. <laughs> Sick burns about all the hosts. Yeah. But yeah, and you had this like thing where you want to tell everybody, but then you're like, well, I don't want to like ruin the integrity of the show. But I also don't think Chris Gethard totally cares. Like, I don't, I can't, I don't really know how he feels about the anonymity, like if you want to keep it or not. And like, I think it's a personal preference. Right. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I think that um, we've run into problems in the past where, Somebody will call and be very honest and have a good conversation and then immediately regret. Right. Because, like, somebody will recognize my voice and I just said all these these things. Yeah. Um, And I think that that's where that sort of, like, anxiety that it causes people where you hang up the phone and you're like, oh, no, what did I just do? Is what you want to avoid both because, like, like... As a human being, why would you? We don't want to make people feel that way. Like, right, right, absolutely. This needs to be like a nice, cathartic process. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. Um, but then also from a content creation point of view, it's it's it can be frustrating to have a really great thing and then not, not be able to share with people right. that you know. You know, you get we get such positive responses. People feel so good about uh, very often. Yes. Yeah. Um, that it, it's it, it's that that sort of thing. Uh, is is where it gets it's complicated. Yeah, um, yeah. Because then you just talk to Chris Gethard for an hour and not like that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to waste that. You don't want to waste it. You want to hear it back, right? Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, but I think I. Um, and I, yeah, I. I don't know why I interrupted you to say nothing. So now please continue. <laughs> okay, I keep losing my track of thought too, and I was like, I have to look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so we're mirroring that. We're both thinking that. Okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, I don't want to like act like I'm ragging on the beautiful anonymous community though, because oh, they're so nice. They're, the, they're wonderful. The like the the most kind group of people I've ever encountered. And I've been to a, a live Beautiful Anonymous. Do you do those too? I've yeah, the ones I've I don't travel with the show, but I've been I've been to the local ones. Like we we did a thing at the Bell House uh last year. I was there. It oh, was yeah. exactly a year like before the my episode came out or oh, something. Really? Yeah. It was that long ago? Wow. It was yeah, it was that long ago. Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. I posted a picture on like Instagram of the timer and then uh, on the stage at at the Bell House, and then I just looked at my, you know how you can see your archives on Instagram now? I don't know how much you use Instagram, but oh, yeah. you can see your archives, and it was like a year ago today, beautiful anonymous. I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> how much a year can change, I guess, yeah. but, um, but yeah. sorry, what are you guys? No, you go, I was, you go. I was just going to say no, the, live show. the live shows are good. <laughs> The live shows are great. Yeah. I think that one they talked about, there was um, those two uh, guys in the well, car. The road dogs. That was great. That was. that. So for those, Jared is upstairs. Well, in that case, I don't think there was, we were upstairs, but Jared is making sure that nothing catches fire in the booth. You okay. Know, making sure yeah. everything sounds perfect. Right. Um, so I am down there screening the calls for that. And it's very, that's very nerve wracking. Yeah. Because. Because um, it's like cause everyone's it's watching, and you. if something goes wrong, <laughs> it's like you know the Chris is going to be yeah. like Harry, you did it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, he might, but probably not. Um, right. But you'll know that you're like in the nicest way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's, but it's always so fun, and the people 
like the fans it's I've never worked on anything before that has been so like loved mm-hmm. by people. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think it's a rare thing and I'm I feel very good. Yeah. To be the third banana on beautiful <laughs> third banana. <laughs> uh yeah, I I obviously take so much, not obviously, I guess, but I take a lot of inspiration from that. And I think probably a lot of people do. Um, just like, because when I ha- want to have these uh, conversations with experts, per se, like I mm-hmm. want to be very... Those air quotes again. Air quotes again. Because uh, they're not always experts <laughs> sometimes, but... Now she's uh, pointing at me? And <laughs> the phone's down? <laughs> well, so... Um, but I wanted to be very like a normal conversation. Like I'm just like talking to a friend, which a lot of the time I am, mm-hmm. um, which is, I feel like happens a lot organically with beautiful anonymous where like you learn so much from someone else's perspective that you would never even think about, yeah. which is like kind of where I took a lot of inspiration from. Someone said that someone on the thread was like, I want to listen to podcasts because it feels like it seems like a lot of other podcasts, which is like, oh, oops. <laughs> um, but uh, but it sounds like it might be a little bit like Beautiful Anonymous, and like, which is also another podcast <laughs> that I'm stealing from. Um, but, I, you know, I, I mean, it's the biggest form of flattery. I mean, the, it's like it's all about it's all about like you. Though. Right. Exactly. You, know, you're, yeah. you, you could you could beat for beat copy you know radio lab or something which would right. be very strange if you and did super hard <laughs> yeah, that would take a long time yeah, i'd have to par- definitely quit my job <laughs> but it would but it would be a different show because you'd be bringing yourself to it and i mean yeah. and that's what's so like another uh, podcast advice that i don't need to give you because you've already done it is just make a podcast yeah like why not just make a podcast yeah and like i'm totally willing to have this like grow and change and maybe change my name because it was so similar to everyone's apparently. Oh, I thought you meant uh, your act, like your name. I know my name. <laughs> I know. I probably should change honestly. my last name to podcast. So, <laughs> so people will really get the message. Um, no, like, uh, I don't know. Just, I think uh, stuff you should know or something. I think that's the one he referenced that is similar to the name of mine but i wanted to be like shit you don't know about or shit you pretend to know about but like that's like wouldn't fly yeah. anywhere yeah but like the, i don't know I, you know yeah whatever i i do cuss a lot in this podcast and um when i we played it to the ninth graders <laughs> i was like wait no <laughs> I, I curse a lot and they were like Ooh. um what was that like was it was it how did it feel to give a presentation in front of ninth graders? It was so funny because I'm myself. I'm I was older than the teacher, first oh, of wow. all. Um, I myself am 24, so which sounds older than I feel, maybe. But maybe it's really young too. I mean, it's like, I'm 31. Okay, and 24 sounds super young. Sounds super young. Exactly. So like. Um, but, like, once I knew, got a grasp on that I was 10 years older than these kids, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, I'm a whole decade older yeah, than you're them. you're like an adult. I'm like an adult, like a full-fledged adult. And so, but then it was funny because I was thinking about all, like, my younger teachers in high school and how, I don't know, they were just thinking about how they don't know anything either other than, like, trigonometry. <laughs> Like they like have no idea. But not even all of them. Only the math ones. Only the math (laughs) ones. Yeah, exactly. Like they could really just wing it. They could have just like true Jack Black School of Rock style. Like like that's like how I felt. I was like they're just like eating up what I say. I have no expertise. Like I don't know. Like I'm still figuring my shit out. Mm -hmm. But like they're like asking me about like. You know, and it was kind of cool because they were like asking me about social media marketing and what I should do and like different like art techniques and whatever. And it was like cool to actually be able to give them something because Mm -hmm. I am 10 years older than them. them, So I do have some expertise, but it was still like, like the older you get, the more you realize that your teachers just knew almost as much as you did in high school. Almost everyone. I, I, I am a big imposter syndrome person oh me too and that i feel like i yeah hello have, welcome yeah. to my podcast <laughs> <laughs> with my amazon mi- mics <laughs> where else would you buy the mics yeah i have no idea um these are nice what are these 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, my my jingle master told me what to get. <laughs> Your jingle master? Do you remember oh, yeah, that? Yeah, the jingle yeah, master. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I heard the the theme song. And, you know, it's good. not bad, yeah. right? I'm actually having a pop punk band cover it. Oh soon, wow! So maybe you have that'll access change. to a pop punk band. I thought. Oh yeah, there's a lot in the suburbs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, uh, what's helped me with imposter sh- syndrome is realizing that um, almost everyone doesn't know what the hell they're doing or talking <laughs> it's about. It's so true. It really is so true. I, yeah, like I was sitting in that class and talking about social media marketing and I was like, these kids, like I had Instagram when I was almost out of high school mm-hmm. and you probably in college mm-hmm. and these kids like like were kids when Instagram came out. Yeah. And they all have like five thousand followers at least. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like really. That's not where I expected trying, that to go. <laughs> but they do, and like it's so true. And I'm just like rasping for like like a thousand on my personal page. Sure. You know what I mean? Just to like get my name out there, um, which is another hard part about the beautiful anonymous thing because I want people to know, but then I'm like, no, I don't. Because then I'll be, then I'll be that girl that that girl said I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also like different callers have have revealed themselves. I know masked singer style before. I know, and it's um, I don't know why I made a masked singer <laughs> reference. I haven't even seen that show, but it just seemed because I used the word reveal, yeah, so it made heard, it seem really grand. Like spoiler alert, but I heard that Tori Spelling is one of them, and that was a curveball. I haven't watched it, huh? I haven't I, watched it. I'm but. definitely gonna. Get home and watch a YouTube video of all the reveals. Yeah, yeah, I just want the reveals. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch Kim Jong or whatever. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, people have uh, broke broken their anonymity. Oh yeah, um, for various reasons. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's you know fine, whatever. Yeah, like, true. Who, uh, like who cares? Who, there are no rules. There are no rules life, exactly, except for like. And it, well, and it's like even Chris sometimes will be like. I made the rules, and you can just do whatever you want. Right. It's, it's cool. Exactly. And it comes, like, sometimes stems from cool stuff like that. Like, I was referencing on the episode that I was on that I follow on Twitter, that girl that also was starting a podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, she was one of the earlier episodes, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think her name is Julia. Julia? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and like, like, that's, like, a she probably got, like, a little bit of a following from that and, yeah. like, is doing her thing and still like working at it and like I don't know I think that was a cool thing that he does but but yeah so uh, yeah I think my uh, my girlfriend that it knows the show tried to put my she said that she tried to put post my ep, my podcast on the page mm-hmm. and she was like apparently Chris Gethard was cool with it but no one else was oh, <laughs> and really? I was like oh, okay well at least he's cool with it that's what nice is it? like the um, mods. Yeah, like I the, guess the, like the yeah. admins or, or oh, whoever. Sure. Yeah, Which, the the Facebook community is moderated by this group of like really wonderful volunteers who just Yeah, I totally understood. And they were like gave her she like showed me a message and they gave her like a like super sweet like explanation. Yeah, I was best. like, I really don't care, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I well, just I'll just reached out to Harry. I'll just reach out to Harry Nelson <laughs> on my podcast. Um but yeah. It's an awesome community and so is there any other advice that you can think of? Oh, um, if not, that's totally fine. Uh, no, no. Get Jared to fix all your mistakes. That's what. That's, so what does he do? He's the other producer. Yeah, Jared is like the backbone of the show. That's awesome. He really makes. He like me and him work well together. I always say this, and I've never heard him say it, but I assume he feels <laughs> the same way. Uh, me and him work really well together because we, I think we like sort of fill in each other's gaps in a weird way like he's he's very like detail oriented and like goofy in mm-hmm. a, in like a much different way than i am and i'm like kind of like feel like i'm like hey like it's like a buddy cop <laughs> comedy you know yeah, like, totally <laughs> he's feel like that. stuck with me you know yeah the odd couple yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but we're very but we're yeah we're good friends and i mean I, he's gonna demand to come on this podcast and refute the fact that we're friends but we are <laughs> oh yeah he'll demand it he's like oh yeah that girl from fucking westchester or whatever i'm gonna come on her podcast um yeah that's i mean how did so did Chris Gethard just come up with the idea? Do you know? Yeah. He just came to Earwolf and was like, I got an idea for a show. And that was very early days. It was before, way before I worked there. But I think around the time that I wasn't getting that job the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and 
yeah, he was just like, I got this cool idea for a show. I think that they're, the way he tells it, like, Earwolf didn't know if it would be a viable whatever. Right, right. But then it blew up and here we are. I know. I mean, it's like, I I really only know, well, there's so many awesome podcasts on Earwolf, too. Oh, yeah. Let's let's name all of them. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the one with that guy from Queer Eye? What's his name? Oh, uh, no, it's Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Yay! Um, which I listen to on my own and I love sure, sure, and I sure. respect. She's giving another thumbs down? <laughs> Come on my podcast, Jonathan. I'll explain myself. Um, yeah, so it's been, you know, about 45 minutes. Do you have any, like, closing? Uh, I kind of went fast. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Are you me. kidding? <laughs> um, thank you, listener, for listening to this. It's I. It, I. I have a lot. I. You know. I feel like I'm sort of revealing myself too in this episode. You, you are, know? which is exactly kind of what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because I, I, you know, I'm around. You get. You can find me online if you. Yeah. If you look. I mean, I did it. Yeah. Just looked you up on Facebook. <laughs> or no, I saw you comment or something, and then sure, I was sure, like, sure, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and um, and I like, uh, I don't know, I like, the, I like all this. I think I'm really, I, I'm very happy to be involved in in both this podcast and Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah, and um, yeah, anyone listening who um, cares about stuff, you know, <laughs> do that stuff if you can, because it's it's usually fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very cathartic for me and super fun, and I would have never met you <laughs> if it wasn't for Beautiful Anonymous and also this podcast. I think so. the biggest thing Beautiful Anonymous has done, it's changed a lot of lives, but mostly it's introduced us to each other. And I think yeah. that that yes, that's is what the it's main... all about. I'm going to call and get that show shut down now. I think it's, I think it's achieved this purpose. I think it's time. Yeah. I was just on it so I can plug my <laughs> podcast anyway. <laughs> just kidding. Chris Gathered, please. Would you like <laughs> to plug your podcast while we're here? Yeah. Um, it's called Things You Pretty <laughs> to Know About. Um, you might find it similar to Stuff You Should Know mm-hmm. and Getting Curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my own, so I'm doing it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I usually say, I usually say goodbye to Jingle Master, Jingle Master Will <laughs> on just to end the show. He was like, you need to end it with a goodbye or else I don't know where to end it. Okay. And so I was like, okay. So now I say bye every episode of Will. So his name's Will. Bye, Will. Bye, Will. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. 